1: Well, Nate, we went out last night. Like we swore we wouldn't do. Drank too much (laughs) beer last night. I can't do it. <laughs> I was a doctor, <laughs> senator's son,
0: Brad Pitt's brother,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a man on the run. Yeah, that's a tough lyric. Oh my goodness, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode Lady and Gentlemen. Yeah, welcome to episode twenty-three, or it's twenty-two. Uh I think it's twenty-three. Yeah, it is twenty-three. I actually, think it is, yeah. yeah, episode twenty-three of season two of the Deal Intermission Podcast. We are back in action in studio, and uh, if you didn't get the vibe from the first little um, duet there, yes, we went out last night. Things escalated quickly. Yeah, you know, we are at the simulators, you know, crushing a few uh, golf balls into the screen, which I haven't really figured out in its totality, is it accurate, is it fun? No, it's not accurate, dude. (laughs) It's a crapshoot. But, uh, you know, the pints led into uh, uh, phase two and into a bar, and... And, uh, and and the boys are but the, but the boys are up and at it. I mean the boys are in here looking for it. So uh, one thing to touch on on the simulator quick, like
0: yep, I know I don't hit my driver far, yeah, but I'm not hitting it the same as my six iron. <laughs> like it's a joke. I absolutely hit the thing as best I can, and it goes like 220 yards. Yeah, yeah. You're like no yeah. shot. Well, yeah, it's not that like I hit my six iron 220 yards. Yeah, I was gonna say, holy smokes. Yeah, man. it's absolutely juiced. But yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, yeah, something not right there. Um, no, so the pregame show today uh we'll talk a little bit about our night out which we just did the nfl combine's on nate uh, yep. in indianapolis is absolute gong show down there and then the project parlay we'll get into i do have a sincere apology for everyone quarter one bnhl talk quarter two little nba action we get the playbook coming in the halftime oh, show yeah. nate the fan favorite playbook uh, Halftime, get ready absolutely electric uh little quarter three pga tour talk and quarter four bring us home with the mma but staying in the pregame show Nate, the nfl combine's going on down in indianapolis and I'm starting to think that it might be like not no, no other leagues do this really, where they bring in the talent and they just put them through the ringer, like they do some drills but they figure out their bench press their high their they're their they're vertical their and you know I'm watching O'Lyman like pull down the line and then run like a corner route. and I mean it's just it just seems like it's a bit superfluous like is it a little over the top to have all these guys come in and do all these testings probably a little bit I I think it's more
0: so it's cooler looking back on guys yeah you know for sure. I mean? yeah, like, for you have sure. like Cooper Cup and stuff like yep. and then you get to look back like he becomes a stud and you get to look back at his his combine, combine. that's cool for sure but I mean at the time it's like I don't know. Like, they're all relatively run. Like, one guy's going to come out. There's always going to be one storyline each time. You know what I mean? It's like this guy, what is it? The D Lyman that was absolutely humming.
1: Yeah, everybody run like a like something outrageous, like four or five or yeah. something. And then but there's like this Evan Neal who's six foot seven, three forty, and it <laughs> looks like he's only got like twenty percent body fat. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I, I do enjoy it. I mean, there's people who watch every minute of it, and yeah. and it is fun to watch. And I'm, I just don't so I just don't know how much of a you know a, you know how much. I guess how much a stock is affected for a player. How much is it gonna change your, you know, draft positioning? I guess if you
0: come in I mean, it's more so more so I feel like if you came in and would just like completely blow it out of shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the thing, I think. Yeah, for sure.
1: I just think that the college tapes, um, you know, talking to their coaches about their work ethic, yeah, sitting like, down and, and just you know having a conversation about football and, and their character and trying to get a read on that. I think that's you know probably everything you need. But the combine, it's it is just such a you know you have all the big coaches, all of the the you know the the scouting staffs of each team, and it's it is a, you know it's a it's a big time spectacle in the NFL, and and uh, it's been fun to watch down there in, in Indianapolis. But uh, yeah. Nate Project Parlay. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to come out and just say I'm sorry. I think I'm going to take a week off. I think we're going to have four callers for the next one. I'm just not seeing the board well. You know, I started things off with a minus 250, and, and the Habs ended up beating the Oilers 5-3. So I, I'm going to take a week off. Yeah, I, I think you know, I've deserved a, uh, a sit on the bench, a sit on the sideline <laughs> for a week. So I know you're hot. Uh, the Archer's hitting bullseyes. PD yep. Parlay's in here hot. The pick doctor, I'm not sure what he was serving up for meds, but he the gave up the wrong prescription.
0: Yeah, he certainly did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I knew I was gold. I mean, what we're looking at it. Sam Reinhardt had two shots in the first like eight minutes of the game. So yeah. I was like, well, I mean, Chase.
1: Yeah, that's, he's getting another one. The gavel came out and he hammered it. Yeah, I did. It was hammered um, promptly. So yeah, we're I mean, we're we're, we're inching closer. Yesterday, three for five on the project parlay, but it's gonna hit, folks. Stay with us. Yeah, eventually. Uh, stay with us, and and like we said, we're gonna do four callers. I'm not sure next Saturday, Nate. Um, if we're going to be able to do it because the boys are heading to Calgary in less than 24 hours.
0: Yeah. So I guess we'll see what time we end up getting in and stuff, but it might be, uh, might be a little hard to get to get, get going there early in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can, might, might be able to do one up in the afternoon. We'll see. It's tentative. If not, then in two weeks time, we'll be back on the project parlay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Nate, that'll include the pregame show. We're moving into quarter one, National Hockey League talk. Dope. And I wanted to start things off Nate, in the NHL by talking about the Robertson brothers. And I know, you know, oftentimes, you know, we do not really talk about the small markets like Dallas, but this Jason Robertson guy, he's a heck of a player. He had a hat trick the other night. Obviously, we watched his celebration like the dead man in the, in yeah, the corner. Yeah, it's in the corner. Uh, with the overtime winner. But it. You know, just kind of narrowing it into the Leafs fans, do we think that Nick... Can potentially become the player that Jason is. I mean, Jason's a full-on stud. I I don't think so. I feel like they've kind
0: of got him up right now. I feel like they're going to package him in a deal. Yeah, I think I think that's why he's up right now. Okay,
1: yeah. I would I would reckon scored a goal last night. Obviously, they lost to Vancouver, but yeah. I mean, the Robinson brothers. I mean, they're different players. Like like they Jason are. looks like he's like six four, and the next like five yeah. eight. I'm like hmm. Yeah, the mailman s- involved in that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sold on the guy, honestly. Yeah, like I, I just don't think he's going to be an impact guy in the league. And that might be a hot take. I'm sure there's like a couple Leafs fans that are like, oh, well, give him time. And yeah, for sure. He's but, 20. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. It's just like, I don't know, he just kind of like just buzzes. He is a buzz bag. He shoots the puck like... Well,
1: he's got nine points in eight games in the A this year, and then he yeah. came up He's got a goal in four games, but I know he wasn't playing very much in his first few games in the NHL. But we'll see, man. Yeah, and like you said, Nate, it could be a, show- a showcasing, uh, yeah, I think it is. You know, tactic by by the Toronto Maple Leafs by get him on the ice, get him in some action, and, and see you know what the offers are uh, on him. And um, I'm going to be
0: interested to see who they're going after.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and the cap juggling, they're going <laughs> the, to have to do. What the move is? We got to keep Mazin on the LTIR, that's for sure. Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, but Nate and leaves world, man. And, and this news came out a few weeks ago, and it's just absolutely terrible. Um, you know, Tarper. Breaking news uh, for Amir off their top, their first rounder. I think from was it 2020 and eight? I think so. Um, he's been diagnosed with brain cancer, and, and it's just so sad. Uh, so obviously, you know, we're thinking about Amirov and, and just obviously Leafs Nation. I mean, you think about the family and just how much, you know, that affects, uh, you know, the trajectory of the player and just, you know, you, obviously health comes first and we hope that, you know, he can beat it and he can ring the bell. But gosh, he's definitely got a, you know, a tough battle ahead. And, yeah. and uh, it was devastating news to hear that off their top prospect.
0: For sure. We're rooting for the guy. It's, it's yeah. a shame, man. It's too bad. Definitely, uh,
1: but Nate, we're going to talk about your Washington Capitals here for a minute because Anthony Mantha's back should should end up being a nice boost to that top six. Yeah, yeah, They've been struggling a bit. They've been struggling a bit, but I, I mean, it, there's still there's still a bit of runway here left to kind of get it back on track. And I know, come playoff time, they're not going to be a fun team to play in the first round. No, no. Um, so well, no I, one is in the East. No? Oh man, it's going to be ridiculous. Like if we talk about the East quickly, yeah. Um, you know, the Metropolitans pretty much set in stone. You're going to have Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, and Washington come yeah, out of that division. Which is- and then the Atlantic, you've got both Florida teams, Tampa and Florida. You've got the Leafs and the Bruins. So, I mean. Like, who is the, you know what I mean? If you have the, like, say they did a setup where you finished first and you got to pick who you played. Yeah. Who do you take? I'm taking the Rangers, personally. Yeah, I, I think I would side yeah. that way as well. Like, obviously, well. I get Sturkin's playing well. He can steal a series, most definitely. I just think that they might be. Unproven? A little unproven. Yeah. Uh, young. Young in some spots. Uh, yes. That's Zabinajad Panarin, Kreider you know, tandem and even Strom throwing that like they've, they've obviously got some, some really high end talent there, but I think that's the team I look around. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh, Boston, and Washington kind of are all in the same tier for me. A lot of playoff experience. Yeah. Don't really want to take them on in a seven game series. You have, they're just wily hall of fame veterans on each team. And, then and then even you get to the Leafs and you're like, it's it, eventually it's going to happen for them. Yeah. And then you got that. And then you've got the tier of their own of Tampa. You don't want to play Tampa in any sort of playoff series. And then you've got that other tier of, uh, of Florida, Carolina, yeah. And Toronto kind of the unproven, but a lot, a lot of upside, yeah. high ceilings. I mean, even
0: Carolina's gone on a few little solid runs. I mean, what was it, twenty nineteen? They get to the conference final. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Boston swept them that year in the conference final, I do believe.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're a solid squad all the way through to man, that like we talked about it last episode. That Eastern playoff is gonna be sick. How about those trades we were looking at the other day on uh, what was it, one of the accounts? Because like the right daily, now the m- daily face off uh, no, I think it was hockey collective. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Um. But uh, the mock deals. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's trade deadline. You can't season. do
1: mock deals,
0: man. The mock deals. You're gonna get like somebody's not gonna agree with it anyway. But like when you're putting up Patrick Kane for Capocaccio, yeah. Straight, straight up. Straight up. Like who okayed that?
1: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, dude. I mean, some of the NHL accounts, yeah, scrolling through those trades, you just have no idea what teams, you know, you can you can try to forecast all you want. And honestly, too, come deadline, a lot of players have a little bit more pull yeah. than you would think. And, and Claude Giroux comes to mind when when saying that. But yeah, I think this trade deadline is going to be insane, man. I really do. I think yeah. there's going to be, like, th- those eight teams that we talked about are probably looking to add. Oh, Maybe yeah. not so much uh, the Tampa's of the world and the Carolina's of the world, but Florida might look to add. Yep. Toronto's probably looking to shuffle things up. Boston always makes a move uh, or three at the deadline. Washington's probably going to add something. Washington will probably go
0: the route of like a depth defenseman.
1: Yeah, that, that seems that's, to be a Washington. That's what they do, yeah, that's yeah, weird. But and Pittsburgh's kind of in a tough spot as well at the cap, so I'm not sure. I think they might stay stay put. I mean, I know they're trying to hold on to a lot of jar- draft equity that they have. They look good, man. Pittsburgh. They do, man. They play they hard, look man. Really good, man. Yeah. I think. I mean, Mike Sullivan, what a great coach he is. He is in Pittsburgh, man. Like like there was a time when Crosby was out, Malcolm was out, and these guys were still reaming off dubs, man.
0: I remember 2016 when they won their first cup, just watching them in like the final and going through. Like he had everything down to such a science. Like just you couldn't even get a pass back to the point. Just everything cut off and every option.
1: Oh, he's, he's dialed in, man. Unbelievable coach. Uh, yeah, and I mean uh, we we pretty much wrote them off at the beginning of the season, oh my so God. they've shoved it up our I was, hoops. Yeah, I was the biggest, yeah. you know, I
0: said there's no shot, they're toast. I know. And Jari's been a stick. I call them a bum. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's been unbelievable.
1: Um but uh but hey, we're heading tomorrow to the Battle of Alberta. It's kind of hard to s- to say that. It's hard to envision us sitting in a jam-packed hockey arena tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. I know. That's yeah, crazy. that's
0: tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. And that tomorrow. Yeah. Um yeah, it's going to be crazy. I mean, it, like I haven't been on a plane since 2019. Yeah. It's all this COVID, so it's uh should be a good time for sure.
1: I think that's the third episode in a row you've let the folks know. It's been t- since twenty nineteen. Nate, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it, folks. We'll try to. I mix. can't remember anything I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but what are we thinking for uh, predictions? I mean, the, the Flames are red hot. They've won twelve of thirteen. You got McDavid and the boys getting rinsed by uh, Montreal. I think I'm going to ride Edmonton money line. I'm going to have my Flames jersey on, but I think I think that's where the value is going to be.
0: Oh, the value will be there for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not touching them.
1: No? No.
0: I'm You're, going Calgary. Are you? And I'm not even the biggest Calgary guy. Yeah. I think they're kind of a pretender. Okay. But well, uh, I'll yeah, go then. Well, so see I'm, I'm absolutely putting the farm on Washington Tuesday night. Are
1: you? Back to backs for Calgary. Okay. The yeah. boys? I might put the farm on a Vetchkin bingo. I like that. He's yeah. hot in Calgary. Yeah, okay, but uh, but yeah. So we got the trade deadline just around the corner, folks. We're gonna be in Calgary next week, so the content's gonna be pouring in from the hockey in the hockey scene. So uh, we got Pete Blackburn coming on in a couple weeks' time. Talk trade deadline. So we're excited about that. But Nate, that'll conclude quarter one, episode twenty two of season two of the Demonstration Podcast. We're gonna move into. Episode, or quarter number two, I apologize. In quarter number two, we're talking NBA. Yeah. Our guy DeMarcus Cousins. We're talking about how much of a dominant force this guy was in 2016, 2017 when he was playing on the Kings. It comes Tor- out, drops 31. Drops 31 <laughs> in his debut in We Denver. say he fell off the earth a couple
0: episodes ago, didn't we?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. well, I mean, he's been getting picked up. I mean, he must have played on five teams in the last couple of seasons. <laughs> just really hasn't found it. But then he he makes this mark, man. That could be a nice sneaky pickup for, uh, for Denver, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, riding behind Jokic. And if you have both of them in... <laughs> Yeah. Those are some big lads to try to, oh you know, goodness. body out in the paint so. Yeah. Cool ad by Denver. I mean, I'm not sure what they're going to do come playoff time. I don't think Jamal Murray's back yet. Um, but uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. is getting healthy. I mean, obviously, you got Jokic. He's, he's such a force, but I mean, there may be a team that can make some noise in the West. I don't think so. Uh, I it's think just it's, tough. Yeah, I mean, like, so I mean many, with Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. has lost 12 games. Yeah, it's
0: insane. Like, and, what, and then a you have Golden 12? State, too. It's exactly. like, it doesn't matter how many games Golden State loses. Like They're going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with come playoff time. Definitely. So that Western Conference, it seems like
1: it's going to be kind of that Golden State-Phoenix. Yeah, <clears> but, I ho- uh, I'm
0: hoping for that conference final. That would be... I mean, he, yeah. That and, might be the 18th episode in a row. I brought
1: that up. Yeah. the uh, Last episode, we brought up Nick Stauskas after a 57-point uh, game in the G League. He yeah, followed got the straight-up DI boost. <laughs> he did. Directly to the contract books. Yeah, he did. Uh, he ended up getting 43 uh, the following game, and, and uh, now he got picked up at the Celtics, signed a two-year contract yeah. back in the league. Canadian Nick Stauskas, happy for him, name, and that's huge. Yeah, I was um, a little shocked by the two-year I figured like a yeah, one-year, you yeah. know, it's
0: like, but I mean, maybe they're just like, okay, this guy's hot. Let's just lock him up. Absolutely. Him cheap.
1: He can play some bench minutes, man. Obviously, oh, he yeah. can score. So, yeah, no uh, kidding. you know, we're pumped for, for Nick Scalcis, Canadian kit. You know, getting the call uh, for the Boston Celtics. So excited for him. Good stuff. Nate, there's some news out of New Orleans. the New Orleans team's making a bit of a playoff push. They're starting to make some noise. I think they've won four in a row. C.J. McCollum was a nice pickup. Obviously got Brandon Ingram. He's a great scorer. They might have their first overall pick back a little bit sooner than expected. Uh, he's been cleared. Zion Williamson, I'm I'm, I'm referring to, has been cleared for all basketball activities. So we'll see what Zion's gonna bring to the yeah. table. I mean, obviously we've we've been you know pretty quick to rip on him and you know how uh, you know he's looking a little overweight and you know, how he's been sitting on the sidelines all season, not calling CJ after the acquisition, but uh, I mean, we'll see Nate. It'd be exciting for them to get him back. Cause I know he can, uh, he's got some, he's got some skills. Man. Oh,
0: for sure. I mean, this is a first overall pick. This guy's yep. coming in. Um, I'm just hoping, you know, nothing happens where he just like flares up the injury. Hopefully the guy can get to play some basketball. For sure. You know, I don't want to see him get injured again. And like, it seems like this foot injury is really lingering on the guy as well. Yes. Obviously, yes. like this is obviously there's been a few setbacks with it. So hopefully everything's all good with the guy and uh, he can get her going. I agree, man. I he's agree. an absolute force.
1: Yeah, no, he's going to it's going to take some time to get back into shape. Oh my but God, yeah. you know, you would think hopefully maybe in a month's time we'll see him maybe sooner and, and uh, it'd be fun to see Zion back in the mix because he is he is an electric player. Uh, he's a big dude. Um, Nate. So I was texting Nate uh, last week, and and the Lakers were playing the Clippers. I know the Lakers they they were in just a huge, huge. I think they'd lost five in a row, so just a huge skid. And and I was like, I'm putting the account. I put the account. I didn't have much money in my account, but I put it on the Lakers would have paid would have got me right back on the horse and they lost so i had to you know i had to you know refill the account but <laughs> um, but the lakers man uh, obviously kind of ex- excluding last night lebron james had 56 uh, they ended up beating the golden state warriors but man they've been a dumpster fire i mean I, I don't i can't read russell westbrook and and you know obviously it doesn't seem like his talents are going to mesh there in, in in la and then you got anthony davis wearing pajamas every game so yeah you do they're in a hurting spot
0: man i, I just don't know where russell wants to go yeah. Like I'm, I'm I'm so flabbergasted by the whole fact of it. Like it just seems like everywhere he goes, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So it's for like, sure. well, what is the end market you want to be in?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He like, seems like a guy where he needs to be the only the superstar, the man. He yeah. needs to demand a ton of usage. He needs to play just that ISO ball and he just, you know, anyway. He just it doesn't it hasn't meshed in, in 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 LA and and it's almost like kind of like forecasting that move it's like you could almost tell that it just didn't seem like it was going to be a great move for the Lakers yeah. but obviously with Anthony Davis on the sidelines their team's nowhere near what they what they're capable of doing so I mean I don't I think they're going to be a playoff team at least a play-in team we'll see yeah. what happens man Is uh, it, Anthony Davis done for the year? No, no. Okay, I didn't think so but No, he's just sitting out absolutely milking it dude. <laughs>
0: Got the pajama pants on and everything, just getting absolute crust. He's over made there. a glass. <laughs> oh my god! So Zion.
1: Yeah. So if we think about needs some guys made a glass for professional sports. Anything come to mind? Guys who are absolutely made of glass? Well, I mean Zion, obviously. Yeah. He's
0: been Anthony Davis. Yeah,
1: um, I think Christian McCaffrey, running back for Carolina, he is right.
0: plays three games a season. It seems Ben Bishop retired now, but that guy was like just injured all the time. Feels like Malkin's been injured. A yeah, ton. Malkin's had some. Um, yeah, just off the top of my head. I
1: can't Kreicher remember. used to be a bit of a band-aid Did as he? well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to think of a guy. Most guys on Washington usually are, they play a fair bit, but this year it's been outrageous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the game's lost to, uh, does Mark's, uh, does Max Pacioretty or Mark Stone give you a band-aid vibe? I mean, Stone this year for
0: sure. Yeah. I, uh, I usually somehow end up with Mark Stone in fantasy most seasons. And he's usually been okay. Okay. But this year's ridiculous. Yeah, he's been... like They're kind of holding them off now, too. I think they're doing the old Kucherov for uh, Eichel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> they're holding I them mean, off for the playoffs. I don't... Like, if you just think of the guys that Vegas has, I don't even understand how they're under the cap. I know. You got you got Reddy over there for a million, or, like, a boatload of money.
1: Yeah. I Petrangelo.
0: Mean, yeah, is eight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shade Theater. What's Robert Leonard? He's got to be six or seven. Yeah, he has to be. Stone,
1: ten. Eichel's ten. Eichel's ten I mean, Stones, yeah, I think Stone is 10. Yeah, so, yeah, you've got a lot of guys over there that are making a ton of money. But, yeah, I think they're they're balancing the cap like every other team. Yeah. Uh, maybe them. Well, it's so damn low. But. For sure. All right, Nate, that'll conclude quarter two. Yeah. Season two is episode 22 of the Daily Intermission Podcast. We're moving into the playbook. The a playbook. fan favorite playbook.
0: Oh, my God. Energy this levels are kind of
1: loney. We're kind of just absolutely floating through here, but that's fine. Well, let's absolutely hum at the wheels off this then. All right, but hit me with it. All right, Greg. Okay. You're
0: jammed in an alleyway. Okay. There's a fence at one end and a raging pit bull foaming at the milk, staring you down. Yep. What's your move? I'm climbing the fence. Barbed wire, top. Gosh. <laughs> like the like the circular barbed wire? Yeah, like that yeah. stuff that prison like, stuff. Okay. Why yeah, they have it in an alley? I'm not, I don't run the town.
1: So like, this is a weird train of thought here, but so like, if you're, okay, you got a big dog, like probably like, how much does a pit bull weigh? 80 pounds? 100 pounds?
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe. Something like that. So maybe not that much, maybe a little less. Yeah. Yeah. 70
1: pounds. So like, so like if you're like in a, in a brawl, you beat the pit bull. Yeah. The only thing is these teeth. Yeah. I think I'm flying in with a kick. Okay. I'm flying in with a kick. Yeah, you got to, and you got to hit, and hopefully it doesn't grab your shin. Exactly. A huge kick. Um and then they get the fist flying and then hopefully you beat the dog but I, yeah I, I can't be climbing a barbed wire fence man there's a, there's a no. there's, getting caught in that thing yeah there's some some serious serious uh, repercussions of, of messing up that climb yeah I'm gonna go after the pit bull and they foaming at the mouth I guess oh, I love it um all right Nia you're heading into a Walmart on a Saturday morning you yeah. know vibes are low obviously a Walmart's not the uh, you know most ideal spot to I be rolling hate into rolling into Walmart <clears throat> but uh, but Livy's in there and you're gonna meet Livy for the first time but you have one of two outfit choices. All right. You've got pajama bottoms. Classic. Your grittiest pair of pajama bottoms. Oh, boy. Or a cut-off MMA t-shirt that says tap out.
0: Okay, well, first things first, there's zero shot I'm wearing a tap out shirt. (laughs) There is no way. No way, I'm wearing that. I'm gonna pull the pajama pants, okay, and then I'm just gonna like try to do an icebreaker of like a joke, being like, Yeah, I figured I'd fit in out here, you know, like, yeah, okay, that's how it goes. Yeah, so I'm going with the pajama pants. Yeah, a- I can't wear a tap out tee. Anyone who wears a tap out tee should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Those shirts are outrageous. Like, are you going to the UFC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna tap me out? Are you? Yeah, what are yeah. you gonna street fight me? Yeah, all like, of a sudden you're a- like you got your child in the cart, like, take it easy, <laughs> yeah. take off the shirt, like, um, all right. Second one for you. Yep. You're in the jungle. Okay. And you somehow get wrapped up by a giant anaconda. <laughs> What's the move? Uh, well, you wiggle yourself
1: out of there. You do your best to man. Like I'm pretty sure I'm suffocating or I'm getting crushed.
0: You are getting crushed for
1: sure. So like, what is the? Pl- it's, did it die? Ah, uh, I mean, there's. I w- I just
0: want to hear what you do. What's your struggle?
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> I just. Can't. Well, I'm laying out a war a war cry. Hey, just I'm sc- <laughs> I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I don't know, man. I mean, that's a like. Have you seen those things on like yeah. Discovery TV? Like, oh my goodness! But like the fact that those things are on the planet, some of the people that catch the footage,
0: yeah, props you? to you. Yeah, props to you. Just getting in the trenches, like, and they catch it. You. you ever seen Battle at Kruger? No, it's a big time uh, YouTube video. It's got like hundred million views, and it's like this. Uh, just getting off topic here a bit, but hilarious <laughs> video. It's a bunch of buffalo. Okay, and then a bunch of cheetahs come in, and they're trying to eat the buffalo. The buffalo <laughs> takes off, gets in the water, and then the alligator's chewing on the. Like, it's. There's three animals involved. It's you should, really, YouTube, I'll Battle take, at I'll, Kruger. I'll take a It's go. unbelievable. I'll take
1: a peek at that. Um, <laughs> all right, Nate, you're on a five hour flight. Yeah. You roll onto the airplane, you're a little bit anxious, and your seat is sandwiched between the TLC's 600 pound sisters. Oh, What's your God. play?
0: Well, I'm hoping I remember my nose plugs. <laughs> Well, they're going to be stinking. You can't, like, you know what you I mean? Think? You can't. W- yeah, I've seen the show. Okay. I've been watching 600-pound life like it's my day job okay. lately. Okay, and they've got a bit of a stench? A bit of a stench. <laughs> There's so many extra, like, layers that you can't wash under all. Oh. You know you're missing something. I'm just
1: painting just the most greasy photo in my head. Well, you're probably spot on. It's, yeah. It's so bad. what's your
0: play? So your nose plugs? Nose plugs and just, like, I don't know. I'm going to and them melatonin. Sh- talk to them about the show, probably. Okay. I'm going to try and get some content out of it, I guess. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Here's your last one. You awake in the Cincinnati Zoo, May twenty eighth, 2016, Greg. What's your move?
1: Holy smokes. What? Is that Harambe?
0: Yeah. So how did Harambe pass? I believe he was shot. I'm going to try to save him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like to hear it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to save Harambe. Um, obviously rest in peace around babe but yeah, I don't mean you're gonna talk people out of it. you know, I'm a good negotiator. I think the biggest thing to do is like just tell the guy not to get in the cage. Yeah. It's like what are you doing? Like there's always yeah. people this getting is in animal cages. Girl, it's a grown- yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I'll I'll do everything that we will try to, you know, hold back any confrontation. But I mean, yeah, that's that's a tough one, Nate. All right, <sighs> need your final one here. Yeah. You're at Universal Studios Disney World. <laughs> You're on the loop-de-loop roller coaster, and a guy pukes all over you. You're pissed. <sighs> you get off the roller coaster. What's What do you do? I get off? Yeah, you're both walking off the roller coaster. I mean, I go up to him probably, just give him a
0: swift punch directly in the nose. Okay. And then be like, listen, buddy, like I know. And then yeah. just totally talk it down. Be like, <laughs> be like I just accidents to do happen. <laughs> <laughs> just whack him. Okay. But yeah, that would be... Uh, I have been puked on before. It's terrible. Have you? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm not going to give names out, but <clears throat> that's a tough scene. Man. It was bad. I was in a car and the person was like in the middle seat and they just like couldn't get out and they just whatever reason puked on me.
1: Dude, I've got a story. I was, you know, it's I was terrible. in high school and my parents were away. So I had a bit of a party and uh, a friend of mine and his girlfriend stayed over and the girlfriend puked all over my parents room and didn't tell me. Oh, man. I've had uh, that's a fun chat that happened when they get home.
0: Yeah, that happened to one of my buddies too. No way. Yeah, yeah, just like religious, super religious parents too. Like there was nothing. Like they were away. Yeah, like there was no shot. Like they were going to allow a party. Yeah, and the same thing, man. Somebody pukes in the bed. Yeah, puked in their parents' bed. Didn't tell them. Just left. It's like, dude, like such a hard
1: thing to explain.
0: Yeah. Cause and plus like, two, it's like it's like,
1: okay, it happened, but why the heck did you not
0: clean it up? Yeah. You know? I did that in high school too. I had a party and I, I like overcleaned the house. Okay. So they were like, all right, well, one, you're not keeping it this clean. Yeah. And I forgot an entire room and it was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Just filled with puke and like <laughs> Clean the whole yeah, house, yeah, they yeah. walk in, they're like, well, so like yeah, yeah." we already had a hunch, yeah, yeah. but this is more than confirmed. 38 cold shot cans. Yeah, yeah half exactly. Of them, oh, half of them cracked like a shotgun. Yeah, cap. yeah. It's like, holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. Cold shots. They still make those? I haven't had one God, of those. they're since trash. High school. Oh, terrible. Jeez, how they even sell those is a miracle to God.
1: All right, Nate, we're moving out of the halftime show. Moving into quarter three, we're talking PGA Tour. It's here on a Palmer Invitational down at Bay Hill in Florida. A guy, Roy McIlroy, got off to a hot start. He was 7-under after the ever. first day. You got Rick Hovland, Victor Hovland in the mix. And so uh, I think it's Taylor Gooch and Billy Horschel are in the lead at minus 7. It's not oftentimes the lead was Victor Hovland at minus 9 after day 2. It came back to minus yeah, 7 after three days. Crazy. There's a ton of guys still in the mix. I mean, you think there's, uh, there's got to be 10, 15 guys within 5, 4 strokes. So it's going to be an exciting Sunday at Bay Hill. Yeah, Nate. I'm hoping Willie Z can remove head
0: from rectum. <laughs>
1: Dude, just get her going. We're like, talking about it, man. He's our one and done pick. I've never, ever in my yeah. life seen a guy putt so bad.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's outrageous. How about the, uh, what was it? The John Rom putt, too. Do you see that? Dude, where he, was that the worst shot in the history of golf? It had to be up there. It was outrageous. It was a
1: 10 inch putt and he hit it in an inch. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, I
0: insane. don't understand that. But yeah, I just mean, a big time bluff, blood, blunder. Yeah. Which is like, it happens. It's just like, you know,
1: yeah, I guess. I, I don't know, though. It's, it's a fate. Hey, go ahead. No, I, I, nothing on not that. Okay. It's amazing the science of putting. There's so yeah. many different, like, people will struggle with putting so much. And this Willie Zalatoris guy is an incredible ball striker. Like, he is attacking flags and can't convert because he's got this putter all the way up his forearm and then he's claw gripping it at the bottom. Yeah. You got to reckon, like, maybe that's just not the move. Like, no, just get a
0: conventional putter. Exactly. Like, like, conventional grip. Yeah. And just exactly. learn how to putt. Yeah. Like this
1: is what you do for a job. Like practice for four hours a day. Yeah, no, legit though. Get the putting dialed in, dude. You could be absolutely cleaning up shop. It's been bad, man. It's been bad, but uh, but next week TPC Sawgrass for the players. I'm super pumped. This field is absolutely juiced, man. Yeah, Um, you know it's got it's it's the best field in golf because uh, you know a lot of the majors uh, have have guys from the European Tour. Like these are the top players on the planet. Every single name you know in golf will be playing. It's gonna be super fun on DFS. Outright bets. We'll probably get five outright bets each night next week just due to the fact that it's a player's You've got Cammy Smith rolling back in. Okay. Uh, I know he's your guy, but uh but yeah man, I mean you name he's him in Dustin bit. Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory the I mean, big guns are back. Markawa. yeah, it's going to be a, a Patrick Hantley. It's going to be a lot of fun. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, you name them, they're playing. So I'm excited for that. Nate, yep. we'll give out the outright bets. I think it's going to be a top tier guy who wins it. I mean, it usually yeah. is. Like it's a. well will be a- hard
0: not to when you get that many guys in there, right? Exactly.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah, I might even for
0: the morning down. I might pull the old John Rom card out. Okay. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of
0: has been hasn't been yeah, playing fantastic. It might not be the time.
1: No, I'm going to wait on. It I I might think. be my DJ.
0: OK, like DJ.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he hasn't been playing fantastic either, but he's a guy. He is a guy. He can come out of the woodwork any day of the week. I wanted to talk about Ricky Fowler. And he made three straight cuts. He started to play a bit better, but he won the players in 2016. Gives you a five year exemption. He's the seventh alternate this week. <laughs> he hasn't played well enough in the, on the tour in the last five years to get a spot. it's so crazy. It's shitty, man. It's brutal how that happens, man. You know what I mean? Because it's like you never
0: guaranteed. No, you know, like it's it's brutal. They, uh, I feel like they got to kind of change something there. Not with like that per se, but like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Just like, I guess it's kind of cool how you have to like work for your money. You know what I mean? You got to earn it out yeah, there. Yeah, it's kind cool. like, of cool. You don't have that, that guaranteed money. Yeah. It, it, it makes it a lot better for sure.
1: I love that on the tour. Um, There's so many great golfers too. I'm sure
0: they don't love it, but you know, you'd like to have that guaranteed paycheck. I'm sure on, on like from their end, but I guess you get the sponsorships like.
1: Oh man, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all right. They're like, getting money left, for, Especially got like Ricky Fowler's in every ad you know yeah, you know the that's, man. yeah that's You watch true. the Golf Channel, every second commercial is Ricky Fowler. He's in a few betting commercials, isn't he? Dude, he's in them all. Oh. He's in them all. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he's in everything. He's the Shaquille O'Neal of golf for ads. Dude, I'm telling you right now, this guy is in a, like Mercedes, um, Puma, uh, Cobra. I've seen the Puma, I've seen the Cobras.
0: And um, I've seen a betting one, but I haven't seen like Mercedes or anything.
1: What else? Uh, some Intact or Geico or some insurance That's company. That's classic. Like, I mean, you name it, he's in there. And, and uh, anyway. Um, all right, Nate. That'll conclude quarter three of episode 22 of season two of the Daily Animation Podcast. We're moving into quarter four, and it's MMA. It's MMA. the most gruesome sport known to man. Oh, my goodness. Some of the prelims are on neat in the background. I, I can't watch it at a bar because you've got to be fully intent to what's going on. Yeah. And I just like.
0: you need, <laughs> I need sound. Yeah, for I sure. I need sound for yeah. it.
1: I, I have a hard and time. And need like, the
0: ability to make sound like oh oh yeah, and, and not look like you're you know giving birth. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, table. Like, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's correct. The, that's the problem. Yeah, it's, it's like some people not watching. It's, it's t- like oh
1: my god. Yeah, it's a tough look when you have you know both heels on the table and you're watching UFC and you're like like is is this dude having a baby? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's anyway, Colby Covington. In, in UFC 272, ended up beating uh, Jorge Masvidal by decision. Uh, this guy's—he's got a mouth out like I've never seen before in my life. He's Conor McGregor 2.0, but he calls out—oh uh, um, gosh he calls out the Diamond Dustin Poirier. So maybe that fight's coming up, man. A ton of stamina. I mean, Jorge Masvidal—you got to think he's going to retire. He's 37. Yeah, that's crazy. There's there's videos of him street fighting with Kimbo Slice, like in that backyard Kimbo. fighting ring. Yeah. So I forgot about old Kimbo, dude, he ran a fist fighting league in Florida. Really? Yeah. You should watch those videos on YouTube. They're insane. That's outrageous. Like, you take one of these punches to the chin, and you're sleeping. Yeah. And these guys eat them. I mean, I,
0: an average guy could
1: knock me out. Dude. Let alone Mazdaf with taped up wrist. <laughs> Dude, it's oh, insane, man. man. And Anyway, the uh, the pick doctor last night gave us our prescription for the day. It was Greg Hardy. He ended <laughs> up getting knocked out, I do believe. So, <laughs> so Greg hurt for Hardy for me. And, and we were getting a lot of heat on the Instagram post. People were like, Greg Hardy? Yeah. And then I'm like... Ugh.
0: The doctor let us down again. Yeah, the doctor sucks. No, doctor, doctor comes in. He's got the high energy. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Greg Hardy got absolutely
1: KO'd. Did he ever, man? Did he ever? Tough, uh, you hate to see it, but but uh, there's some fighting. There's some fun fights uh, just around the corner. We have got Paddy Pimblett. I'm not sure if you've seen this guy. He's a British dude. He's gonna be, you know, a superstar. He's got the baby face, long blonde hair. He's got the great accent, and, and he's like he's undefeated in the UFC. So he fights on March 19th, and then we've got uh, Volkanovski and the Korean Zombie uh, for the featherweight belt on April 9th, and then we've got Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. On uh on, on May 7th for the Welterweight belts. So there's some belt fights coming up. I'm gonna buy one of those pay-per-views. I keep saying that I'm gonna do it. I need to sit down and buy a pay-per-view event. Uh um, yeah, <laughs> because they're just too fun to watch. I think it's gonna be the Gaethje-Oliveira fight. Like that. Like I like Justin Gaethje a lot. He's the guy who lost to uh Habib and Habib's final fight. Um but uh but yeah, that's gonna be super exciting.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm uh just when you talk about uh pay-per-views, it's it's yeah. nice to get those like it's nice when you get, like, a crew together, yeah. you know, and you're ready to rock, yeah. and, like, you get it, Supplement like, that's the, the time, but... I mean, you know, when you are doing it by yourself, it kind of sucks, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's, it's a lot to eat. It is, for yeah, sure. It's, it's like, what, what are they up to now, like, 80 bucks? Yeah, 80 to 100 bucks. Yeah, so. I mean, jeez, I remember when they were 60. Yeah. It wasn't so bad. For sure, but now it's like holy smokes, man! I remember, and they're every week, you know. It's like holy smokes, like uh, you know, they've got to have like a
1: package. No, but uh, if if it's a fight night, like if it's not a uh, if it's not like a UFC numbered, if it's just a fight night, those are free. Yeah, yeah, they're always on TSN. So like three free ones and then one paid one a month. What? I, I mean, usually the guys that you want to watch, you got to pay for.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, obviously makes sense. Yeah. You got to make the money somehow.
1: <sighs> all right, Nate. But we kind of zoomed through that. I mean, holy smokes. It's the Unfortunately for the listeners, it's the last episode uh, until next Sunday. So you're going to have a week without the DI. But we're going to be pumping content out. Oh We're yeah. going to be live all, all the time on Instagram and on TikTok. So we'll be checking in with you guys with our adventure in Calgary. But Nate, post-game show. That'll conclude quarter four. Post-game show, Fire Wagon, and Dog water. Of the week. Who you got? I'm starting with my dog water. All right. I'm going Matt Murray.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Matt Murray. Dude. I'm telling you, man. I've been on this guy's case for five, seven years now. You have. It's fact. He's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And, you know, I feel bad for the guy. He got sent down to the AHL, but it just doesn't seem like he cares. Dude. It just doesn't seem like he cares. There's zero shot. He stays in Ottawa. He must be just waiting to get out of there. Yeah. Which is a shame. But, yeah, he's just brutal. He's my dog water. Not a fan of the guy
1: my dog watered is John puck. Tavares. I love that too. Yeah, John Tavares. I mean, obviously he scored last night, so he ended the his streak. But this is an eleven million dollar player who went over a calendar month without scoring a goal. Yeah. Tough scene there. I mean, I know he's lost his step or whatever, and he, you know he is a great piece for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But you know his performances in the last month prior to last night. Prior to, I mean, he played well. I think two nights ago as well. But uh, but he's my dog water, Nate. I just I I felt I felt as if I needed to shit on John Tavares once while he was struggling. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the I've been watching.
0: Every game, just hoping he doesn't score. Yeah. I'd love to see the streak keep going, but <laughs> obviously that's not the case. Um, my fire wagon of the week, I'm going with Austin Matthews. Okay. Keeping it in the hockey. You know, this guy's what? He's up to 40 now. Yeah. Uh, from last night. Um, I feel like no one's really, like, it's almost as expected. Yeah. You know? So I feel like he's not getting quite, I know, like, the Toronto media absolutely. But let's not forget, too, like, he missed
1: the first three weeks of the year.
0: Dude, he has forty goals already. Like this guy's like,
1: I, I, he's always gonna break said, like, Rick Vives' record. What is it? Fifty-four goals. Rick Vive, the most ever oh, by trying Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah,
0: yeah, you have to reckon. I think so. I mean, unless unless he gets injured this year, I mean, like, man, we're only fifty-six games in. He's got forty. <laughs> That's insane. Like man. This man. This he's a walking goal. He might goal. get sixty. Yeah, this would be the first guy since Stamkos in twenty twelve. I do believe it's insane. Which is outrageous! It's insane. So that's my fire wagon, Austin Matthews. My fire wagon. I just kind of shit on him
1: a little bit, but it's Richard Fowler. <laughs> um, Richard uh, Dick Fowler's been playing well, man. Um, he uh, yeah, he's made three straight cuts. He's starting to find his game a little bit. Uh, I hope that um, you know he starts to find it come major time because I know he, he he's a big game hunter, man. Like I know with the Ricky of late, people are, are are quick to to jump on him and, and trash on him, but this guy can play. And Ricky Fowler's my fire wagon of the week, and I'm hoping that gives him a little bit of juices move forward. hope like they get it. the DI bump. Get the DI bump. Yeah. All right, Nate, we're off to Calgary. We are. Let's absolutely
0: ride. So I guess we should check in. I don't think we'll have an episode Friday. No. Yeah, so I guess we'll just post that out. But Yeah, so no episode Friday. We'll be traveling, but uh, we will be back in a week. <laughs> 100%. <laughs>